I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan, we are two weeks away from Tom Cruise saving the summer box office again. In two years. Um, it's no secret that box office returns have been less than anticipated and or desired of late. Uh, as was the case last year. And then we got Top Gun Maverick, which made a gojillion dollars. Um, this year, box office returns have been less than anticipated and or desired. And we get Mission Impossible 7, Dead Reckoning Part 1. The last three Mission Impossible films, in my humble opinion, it's one of the great three movie action arcs in recent cinema. Uh, arguably, you can put it up with the uh, uh, stretch of the early Bonds when Spectre was was your through line through a few consecutive films. Um, and it, it tied it up nicely. And we ne- if we'd have never gotten Mission Impossible 7, uh, it was a nice way to end a franchise, was uh, Fallout. But we're getting at least two more Dead Reckoning Part 1 and Dead Reckoning Part 2. Again, Christopher McQuarrie, Tom Cruise, ridiculous stunts, big action pieces. What do you think? Where were you coming in? What did you want? What did you think of Dead Reckoning Part 1? I think I think the first thing that I I always I'm always surprised by and I don't know why I'm always surprised by you think I get to is at some you know I figured out but there's there's um I, I, Mission Impossible doesn't take itself as seriously as some other action films of you know do right um it 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 uh, it knows what it is and occasionally we'll do the literal wink wink at you um i don't know if it's literal but anyway we'll you know kind of just, just you know, acknowledge the fact that look we know this is ridiculous but isn't it cool um which I, I would also say kind of applies to john wick although john wick i think is a far more serious it takes itself far more seriously this 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 is a little more playful at times yes um but generally, I mean, I I didn't really, I didn't dislike the first couple of fil- uh, Mission Impossible films. But I mean, it was that that uh, the, the third leading into, and then particularly the fourth, fifth, and sixth films that were just so much fun. Yeah, um, and and just, um, I don't know. I mean, you know, just just things that I absolutely love. Um, and this film. We've only seen half the story, right. so I find it, it it's a little hard for me to to want to say anything to you know definitive. This is right. you know where this ranks, or and, and and almost I'm kind of at at the point where I think we need to stop ranking things. 
And, and we can just, did you enjoy it? Yes, I enjoyed it. You know, or where does it fit? Well, it, I just, does it, do I have to like carve out a space specifically for it? Can I just recommend it and like it and, you know, or whatever? I, I, no, you can't. We're, we're, we're obsessed with ranking things and, well, is it better than this? And I don't know, you know, is it better than the last three? Uh, probably not, but you know what? The last three, those are, th that's three movies. Yeah. You know, that's not, they, so, you know, I and mean, some people are going to complain about this being a part one. As I did with Dune. These, sure. Full but disclosure. Is, sure. But, but I mean, in a way, that last trilogy was parts one through three. Yeah. They just gave it different titles and, you know, I mean, and, and it wasn't as directly, I guess, you know, part right. one, part two. Part they, three. Those three were very much self-contained. This one yes. is, it, it's self-contained, but not nearly as cleanly. <laughs> no, no. And, and, and no, and, but, but, how am I going to, you know, again, it's like, okay, but next year when I see the second half, you know, is that going to have a lot of, um, and some films it wouldn't matter. Like that second half doesn't matter. And I think, but for this one, I think that second half matters. Yeah. So, you know, what, what I, I, I guess, you know, I, I don't want to pass any, uh, definitive sort of, you know, judgment on that half-told story, um, because that's this one. This one really very much feels like um, that second half again. It, it matters more than, uh, like, yeah, for this film, it matters more uh, than than other films. Right. Uh, it, it, it is. It is in the Dune category where you you get to the end of this one, and it's clear that you need that second half. Yeah, not I mean, not necessarily and, and, to the detriment of this film or Dune no, Part One, but or or you know or Fast Fast X. Or, oh, that's true. Yes, or or, or Spider Man. You know, uh, this which, last across the universe or across the Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, they're all sort of there's lines being kind of blurred here, and and you know uh, whether or not they could have just called this something, you know, the next part, something different. Right. I, I, I guess, you know, I mean, I think I, they probably, you know, sensed in the way that, that, that what we have is that this one was a little different. This one, you, you kind of have to say, no, no, this is, this, this is a part one, just, you know, wait and see where we go. Right. Um, well, let, let's talk about the story on this one then. Dead reckoning, of course, <laughs> is a, is a navigation term. Uh, yeah. For navigating without instruments, it's it's bearing speed and time. Used forever, used in the submarine community a lot, which is where this movie starts, and that's all I'll say about that. Um, but it is, you know, you don't have satellite navigation, you don't have any of that. You know, you it's it's blind navigation effectively, um, which is perfect for this film. Because this is actually, and if you were really upset about, uh, much like uh, Roger Moore's Bond becoming too gimmick dependent or gadget dependent, uh, if you were getting upset maybe on the last few films, it was always a mask this, a, a, a hack that. Uh, this film really 
feels closer to the first film in terms of what they can do and have available than any of the ones since. Um, Because the digital world is what is taking, has been taken away in this film. The entire digital cyber verse is gone. And so it is, it, you know, you know, harkens back to uh, uh, Avengers age of Ultron when Tony Stark asked Hawkeye, you know, would, you know, would Natasha get a word to you any other way, you know, old school spy stuff, Uh, you know, and that's kind of where they find themselves. The IMF team, that's kind of where they find themselves in, in this film is they're having to use, you know, analog earpieces, which don't have satellite relay capability. So they're, you know, they, you know, they, they don't go as far. They're not as reliable. There's this, there's that. They can't just plug into a mainframe and, and hack the thing or the other thing. Um, I think that the nice thing about this is that as patently ridiculous as the mission impossible threats always seem to be, this is the one that feels closest to where we are. Well, and it, you know, and, and, and I, I wrote some stuff about today, kind of the, you know, sketch out things. And, and this is the sort of like silly plot that in the eighties, it would have been like, yeah, that, that you know, that's, it's interesting, but there's no way. Right. And, and, and now, now, but you know, 30 years later, whatever, it's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah this could happen. Oh, this, this isn't, this is kind of slipped out of science fiction mode um, where, you know, technology run amok um, to where I think there's probably some of us who are like, oh, I fully expect a, uh, an AI takeover attempt right. at if some you, point. If you were concerned about Skynet, Yes. Uh, for Terminator 2. If that was your fear, this movie is going to make you more realistically unsettled. You know, and, and again, I mean, there's that part that says, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. But but is it? I, but it, is it? <laughs> is, and that's the thing that's a little terrifying, I think, about it is. Uh, and for me, and I think, you know, so initially it's like, ha, 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 ha. OK, funny, you know. I get it. Funny. Uh, and then yeah. like, Oh wait, I get it. Not so funny. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So, you know, the way every, everything is connected, um, and how we're all, everything is easily accessible technology wise by technology. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's the paranoia of, uh, of Kafka, uh, of, you know, anyone who ever kind of looked at the, the course of mankind instead uh, we're, we might well, be in trouble here. It's it, it is yeah sure it's this kind of Kafka esque. It's I mean there's there's a little Brazil in here. Yes. Um, yeah. There's I mean there's old school Mission Impossible you know TV show yes. feel to it. Sure. There's yeah. um, there's just straight up good spy stuff again because they're throttled back to people, not stuff um, in a lot yeah, of ways. So you, we get to see. Yeah. Uh, we we get to see you know the evils of the technology, if you will, but like like every good movie, uh, underpinned by the evils of the people, because the literally the, the the world is at stake, and rather than saving the world, everyone is still trying to figure out how to control what they all agree is the end of humanity. Yeah, and it's like 
people again. People well, suck. For sure. And so then it, it, it presents that crazy idea of there's, is there a part of you that hopes they lose? You know, I mean, yeah. who, 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 are, who are you rooting for in this? And they, it, it gets even more complicated as it goes. But, you know, who, who are you, you know, who, who, who are you rooting for Ethan and his team? Who and are they even rooting for their, you know, I mean, it's just it's just kind of a strange where they all kind of find themselves in a position where it's like, well, this is kind of what we do. But is what we do, you know, is the status quo still the status quo? Right. Is is, you know, do we long for a simpler time when, you know, evil was seemingly easier to define? Mm hmm. You know, and I think that there's some compelling stuff going on uh, in in this film. But again, it, it, it's a fun action film. It it, it is again. It, it so. maintains. I, I you know I I said it last year. I, I hated to say it, but you know, God bless Tom Cruise. Uh, it, it, well, he, yeah, when he makes yeah. a movie, he 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 is one of the few people still making movies to entertain his audience. He goes. This is what this is what the guys that's that are plunking down money for tickets want to see. Now, how can I do that in a way that's rewarding for himself? Yeah, exactly. How do I how do I give it that mass appeal, but not make it redundant? And had to make try to try to bring something new, you know, to what I'm doing, um, which is 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 just it, it's kind of fascinating to me because the first. For me, the first couple Mission Impossible films were essentially Tom Cruise wanting to be James Bond. Yeah, which which was never what Mission Impossible was because Mission Impossible was about a team, right? And and Bond and Bond has you know I guess you could argue that he has sort of teammates, right. but th- those teammates are very much on the fringe. Yeah, they don't necessarily factor into the big epic scene. Because uh, ultimately it comes down to, well, is James Bond going to be able to pull it off? Whereas Mission Impossible, again, you know, it wasn't just about the one person. But initially it kind of felt like the Mission Impossible films were about Tom Cruise and not really anybody else. Right. Um, we're not that that place anymore. It's It's not that. And so it's kind of this, you know, I don't know if Tom had a change of heart got smart realized i don't know what you know but there's it's absolutely some sort of ideological shift to what mission impossible is but hey look if you enjoy what you're seeing and hearing on the visually stunning movie podcast why not take a second to click subscribe if you're on youtube click follow wherever you're listening to us uh, you know, follow us on Twitter at VS Movie Podcast. Same over on Facebook. If you're on uh, Instagram, it's Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. That would be awesome for us. We appreciate you listening. And now let's get back to the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, and they've been, they've been hammering that mindset home. I mean, you know, implicitly and explicitly over the last couple yeah. of films, you know, yeah. how it's, you know, he'll, he won't sacrifice his team for, you know, the mission or whatever, you know, it's, it is very much, he's very people. Ethan Hunt has become very people centric yeah. um, in terms of the overall mission. He would delay mission accomplishment or gamble the mission on a person. And again, in this film that becomes, I mean, they re, I mean, they just spell it out for you um, yeah. in so many ways. Um, but he, he, he understand, you know, you, you can make the argument that Keanu Reeves in the John Wick, series does the same thing. He made one movie that I think he thought was going to be fun. And then they decided to make more and he looked at it and the director looked at it and they agreed of the approach they needed to take going forward. So he puts in the same amount of work for what he does as John wick as Tom Cruise does in terms of stunting out mission impossible, because he does as much of that as he can. Um, and so to keep that, that, that tangible, look and that visceral feel that you're watching the hero, not an action piece. And bo- I think both of those franchises do that really well. And like I said, we both love the, the wiki in universe and the yeah. world that it's built. And I think, I think they, they, they take the same approach and give us two different outputs. Yeah. I, cause it, I, well, and it's funny cause you could argue that there are a couple scenes in, in, in both the latest John Wick in this film that sort of, uh, I don't want to say mirror each other, but yeah, the similar influence. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like they both read a book and, and took an aspect of it and, and kind of made it their own or, or whatnot. Um, but, but at, at the same time, they're, they're radically different. Um, like you wouldn't confuse the one film with the other really, at least I, no, you, I don't you can't. Like, there, it, it, it's weird. They're they're stylistically different. They're they're tonally different. But they're their their mindset is exactly the same. So, yes, you know, and it's it's like their audience to a certain degree is is very similar. Or you know, if you like the one, you, there's a, a good chance you're going to like the other. Yeah, um, but I, for completely you know, different I, reasons. Well, yeah, I mean, because uh, I, I, I don't view John Wick necessarily as a, as a straightforward uh, blockbuster film. Mm-mm. Like there's, there's, it's, 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 it's close. And you could argue, well, it's become one because it's close. But I, I would argue that the, the Mission Impossible film is the mainstream, you know, film. Uh, 
and that, but that's not, and that shouldn't be viewed as a, as a negative thing. No, it, uh, thank you. Okay, we've we've talked about so people are like, uh, you know, a film is a flop if it doesn't make money, or a film is a hit if it does make money, and it's like no, yeah. those two things are not mutually exclusive. You can make yeah. a lot of money with a bad movie and make no money, but have a really good film. Yeah, um, Mission and, and Impossible it, tends and, to make more money because it is it is in most conventional ways a wide, has a wider appeal for an audience than say a John Wick does. John Wick has a has a a wide appeal mostly because of Keanu not necessarily because of the that that up close combat violent stuff. Tom Cruise has that wide audience appeal, but the action is more accessible. The scale is more accessible because it it does feel more James Bond than John Wick, but it is clearly not a Bond franchise. It might have been. It might. It, and you're right. It might. It might have tried to go there, much like Bourne did. Yeah. But there's a reason Bourne fizzled out. Well, and and uh, but also Bourne Bourne changed the course of the James Bond films. Without without Bourne, we don't get the the, the down you know Craig James Bond. That's I true. I think that happens. So I mean, but it's it's it it's so they they all kind of and you know and and the John the last John Wick film did incredibly well financially, right? Um, so I, and I think part of what the thing that made the John Wick special is it was unexpectedly smart, yeah. Um, and and I think there's I I still think the Mission Impossible films are pretty smart, um, but I think I don't think they're what I don't think they're, tr- they're they don't try to outsmart the audience I yeah. guess they never try to f- fool you I mean they yeah. it's still a it's still a it's still a spy mystery so they can't just tell you everything but they never they never just you know lie to you and you know they never they never Agatha Christie you yeah. you know there's no M. Night Shyamalan twist ending here uh, in a Mission Impossible film, you can see everything and have a good guess going in, and you'll probably be fifty fifty coming out sure. you know, in in those films. You know, if you if you watched them, so it, but that's okay. You know, it's yeah, you I mean, you, you shouldn't be. You know, your your mental faculties should not be trying to parse the clues at the end of the film. You should it, you should be on the edge of your seat for the action that's getting you there to the end of the film. And then just kind of appreciate that ending that they give you. It's a different approach. You're, you know, you're not trying to solve yeah. the mystery. So yeah, speak. and I, I guess I, I think the, you know, I would say you know we we talk about comparing things and is it apple to oranges or whatever. Well, I, I think these are both you know I think Mission Impossible and John Wick are apples. They're both apples. Yeah. But anyone who knows apples, there's a whole lot of different flavor in those apples. Right. You know, it's not like there's just one apple. Um, so, you know, uh, there, there are so many different versions of the apple and so many mixes and hybrids and whatever that, that ultimately I feel like this is a good apple. Yes. And that's, you know, it's, it's, and, and John Wick is a good apple and they're not the same apple, but they both, you know, they both go great with uh, caramel or whatever. Right. I don't know, but uh, it's just a different, it's just a different kind of apple. And I think it's, it's, there is, there is a thrill to it. 
there is a sense of, um, uh, you know, and it's crazy that we're like, you know, seven films into a franchise and there's a sense of, I don't know who's going to survive. Right. Like just the, the idea that you were in a position there and you feel like, uh, you know, they could, they could actually, you know, do something here that shocks everybody and maybe they do and maybe they don't. You'll have to see the film, but, um, and just because and, they and do or don't in this film doesn't mean they will or won't, won't in the next yes. film. Yes. I mean, it's, it's like, it's all fair game. Yeah. And that's bizarre. That is, I mean, I can't think of, you know, um, and again, I don't think the franchise could have been that 10 years ago, but somehow it's ended up there. And, and that's just so compelling to me that, that, you know, you can change the identity of, or the perception of what you're, you're doing over a, you know, a, a, a short period of time. So radically. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 you know, and again, how did that happen? I don't know. Was it, you know, did, uh, it just, it, it has happened. I guess that's, that's about all of that, that, that I, I absolutely have to know. Yeah. Um, just accept it and be, be, be thankful for it. Cause you know, otherwise we might've been stuck with, you know, mission impossible twos for three or four yeah. more films, which, yeah, well, you know, and, and look, I love John Woo. Um, but there's, you know, the whole idea that, 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 that the mission impossibles were going to be like, let's showcase a hot director, you know, or, or something, you know, I don't, I don't, I guess, you know, Brian De Palma, uh, John Wu, uh, JJ Abrams. It was kind of like, let's team, you know, who's the dream team that we can kind of get Tom Cruise and team them up with and make this, you know, and it was almost like that was bigger than, um, yeah. the movies themselves, but that's not how it is at all. Well, that, yeah. How many, point. how many, how many dream team movies have been complete disasters you know how many yeah. i mean just hollywood is littered with can't miss team up you know director writer actor combos that just fail miserably um, well and i think it's that idea of we really don't want what we think we want right uh, well but you then know, you I, stop and think about you know the directors that or the or the films that that seem to consistently work. Stop thinking, you know, uh, Wes Anderson and his cast of characters. Right. You know, they get together, they do they do their thing, and that in that little world, all of that stuff is what works, and it moves on. Uh, you know, Scream changes directors, but always in the construct of that that formula. So they seem to do well and continue to move on. But they it's never oh we're going to bring in director X to do this scream, you know, they, you, you bring, okay. The day they announce Sam Raimi is going to do a scream. I'm going to have a problem because then they, that tells me they will have jumped the shark. Not because I don't love Sam Raimi. I do. Uh, but, but for in that, that instance, no, that's yeah. that, you know, you, you have to find the things that work. And sometimes that means you keep a director and you keep a star that want to work together. Even if you have to wait a little longer, for for the thing that you know is gonna just kick complete ass, um, and so that that's one of you know that's one of those things you know it took thirty years for for Top Gun Maverick, uh, and 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 that but that was a very you know Tom Cruise held that one down, he didn't let that one get parted out 
and just come in and star in it. You know, he drove so much of it um, after Tony Scott. So, but, you know, so you have to look at that that way. And and, and then John Wick, you got Keanu Reeves and a stunt guy director. Nobody would have called that. No one would have assumed that that would become what it did. Well, I don't, and it wasn't. But here we are. Because it, it just it just worked. Something in that thing worked. You know? Sometimes TV shows work that way. It's like, ah, that TV show, this this TV show is going to hit. No, it's not. And if you look at another TV show, you're like, there's no way that show is going to work. Somehow, that show works. And it's just, it's just a thing. So, yeah, people are good at it. But what the, they need to stop trying to make it happen. And just try to make a good product. And if that means going with director B instead of A, or you know writer C instead of B, you know, or getting the sometimes the unexpected star, the unexpected actor, the unexpected character in your script is what turns that film and or franchise around. Um, Mission Impossible. They they found that that cast, that group, that team. You know, we got Simon Pegg. We had we got Ving Rhames. I'm 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 shocked. I'm wondering if uh, we might see another rebound in the next film that we didn't see in this one, uh, because I think he's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. So uh, it'll be interesting uh, to see. You know, we had a callback in 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 Dead Reckoning Part One to the first film that uh, you know he shows up. You're like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, it's, it, but, but yeah, somehow Mission Impossible just became a franchise that started one way, veered in a direction and caught, I think caught themselves early going, mm, maybe not. And so they, they came back toward where they were. They got a little bigger and this one brings them, I mean, but in a good way, they got bigger and they, they found the thing that works. So they, they've kept, this film keeps those essentials. And really does scale it back in a lot of ways in, in, in what we're looking at. So it's a smaller movie, even though it is in a lot of ways just as big as those previous three. Um, it feels a little more intimate, I think. Be- I think because they're all they all they are in such close proximity ne- by necessity, uh, just because of the the backup or the 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 basis of the the storyline. So I think it's an interesting. It is an interesting thing, thing to see how the franchise has evolved um, into what it is. And it, this this is a this is a, a, a good, great movie. And I'll be interested to see how they wrap it up. And do they just wrap up the 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 duology here, or do they wrap up the franchise? I know they don't want to wrap up the franchise, but they might wrap it up in a way that they can go back in five or six years and reboot. But, well, and I don't know. I don't even know there would be a reboot because I think at this point, the and again, this is completely opposite of how it started. You you can bring in certain new characters mm-hmm. and and continue it, it on in a way that feels organic. Um, you know, even if that means you're you're going to miss. Or you know, certain characters are going to disappear that you never thought would disappear. Yeah. Um, almost you know the the this is you know uh, what like the 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 brand is stronger than the you know 
the pieces. So yeah. I don't, I, I, you know, I don't know, um, but it's just it's in it's in a, an interesting place that you know. Again, I don't think any of us ever foresaw it getting to, but are, are, are thrilled that that's where it is. Yep, hundred uh, percent. So this is an easy recommend uh, for just about anybody. I mean, unless you hate, if you hate these movies, yeah. You know, if you if you're not a fan of the of, of the franchise, then yeah, don't don't bother. Of you know, if you don't like you know spy thriller action films, and probably not for then, you. No, it's probably not for you. Probably not for you. Uh, two hours and forty three minutes though. So yeah. steal yourself for part one at nearly three hours. Uh, that will be. Uh, I'm wondering how long part four will be. Uh, or part two will be so we'll we'll see how long, yeah, long yeah as long as it two needs hours. to be, but it, it it'll be two and a half minimum, just because otherwise they would have cut this differently I think so, uh yeah so that's a go uh, so Paramount, Paramount uh is two two big movies in three weeks, uh we had Indiana Jones last week, uh and we have this one on the twenty first of July. Had Transformers too, and we had Transformers. Paramount's been uh, shotgunning the uh, yeah. with the, with the blockbusters, the, the the presumed blockbusters. This is the easiest one to predict will not disappoint at the box office. I hope not. I I, hope, I, 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 I can't I can't fathom a world in which this one doesn't uh, just not make a hundred and ten million dollars on opening weekend. I, just, I, I don't it. have a lot of faith in the world. I don't have a lot of faith in the world. That's my oh, problem. is that what it is? I, I, you just, you yeah. don't you don't trust people? Uh, no, no. Oh, you you, well, you you work in you know news and cover politics and everything long enough, you just you realize that sometimes people are going to fail you. Yeah, that's and, true. But I, I just know. yeah no. I I hope that doesn't work. I yeah I hope that that that, that people go out and see this one. I hope that you know that there is some sort of Top Gun carry over um oh i yeah i i anticipate that i i actually will probably because the screening i went to was not imax correct i think i want to go see this on imax so there will probably i might probably be a trip to an imax on this one yeah so uh so there you go uh but but you know hail hail the gang's all here tom cruise rebecca ferguson ving rames simon Pegg, Haley atwell is in uh, mm-hmm. in, uh, actually I was surprised by her character. It was not what I was thinking coming in. Uh, but you know, it works. Uh, Vanessa Kirby is back. I love Vanessa Kirby. Uh, Palm Clementine <laughs> is in, um, Shay Wiggum, highly underappreciated character actor, uh, is in this. Carrie Elwes is in this. Uh, and, uh, uh, Esai Morales. How, how mm-hmm. I, didn't even mention him as our bad guy. Well, yeah, is he the bad guy though? He okay. Uh, that's, he's that's... a pro. He's an antagonist to Ethan there Hunt. You You're right because you his go. motivations are still kind of unclear. I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not entirely. Which is nice. Yeah. It's okay. He is. He is not on Tom Cruise's side. No. But I don't know that that makes him a quote unquote bad guy. Uh, maybe, maybe a second viewing. I'll change my, <laughs> change my opinion, but he's definitely, no, he's definitely in an antagonistic role in this one. He is a foe. He is a foe. You are correct. So yeah, so it's a, it's great cast. Like I said, the action pieces are big. 
the car chases, <laughs> you'll see a very familiar one from a previous Paramount release this year. Um, except there's no rolling bomb. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Uh, and the uh, car chase around the Arc de Triomphe, which we saw in another movie this year. Uh, so yeah, good stuff. Uh, definitely. Yeah. But easy recommend, easy recommend on dead reckoning part one. Uh, absolutely. Uh, also coming out this month, same weekend, I believe, unless they've moved them in the last two days, Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer and Greta Gerwig's Barbie. One of which we are being allowed to screen beforehand. Um, and one we are not being screened in this area before uh that's all i have to say about that i have my theories on that phenomenon so but anyway uh we'll we'll uh we'll definitely talk about one of those before it comes out uh and maybe the other one after it comes out we'll have to see how that works so uh who lord land ocean craziness well ryan that's all we're going to talk about on mission impossible tonight uh if you're out there listening, when you watch this film, please let us know what you think of it, uh, how you think it stacks up against the previous th- three, where you think it's going to go in part two. Uh, don't forget to like us, follow us on social media. You know how that works. Share us with your friends if you like what you hear and what you read. And until next time, I am Mark. That is Ryan. Bye, Ryan. And we will talk to everyone later. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.